Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energize, brought to you by Forged Dyer Stout. Ross, are you intoxicated or something? Introduce the guest, man. Today we've got a Cage Warriors 161 Dublin and Team KF special. We have the Cat Takamandu and the professional Leon Hill. Lads, how are we doing? I'm all good, lads. How's getting on? Yeah, I'm good as well, boys. I'm good. Welcome that- back, lads. It feels like it was only yesterday you were on the show. Or even <laughs> Friday, Ross. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Leon, obviously the breaking news is you've got an opponent. Do you want to tell us who it is and what weight class you're fighting at? Yeah, so we got an opponent, boys. Um, Ewan Davis. Davies is his name. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be at 170. So uh, I think he's a lightweight as well. So, yeah, it's going to be at 170 this one, yeah? The Drogheda army are going to be out in force now that oh, they're, they're all going to fight. <laughs> they're all ready now. They're all tickets flowing out now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love it. Have, cousin from, have co- cousins from Kerry and all coming as well. So that, yeah. that's that's insane. Yeah. Fair play, uh, Taka. How happy are you for Leon that he's actually got got his man? He's got an <laughs> opponent to fight. Uh, you don't have to listen to him being like, "Will I or won't I anymore?" <laughs> no, uh, it's actually it's, it's probably gotten a bit harder since he got an opponent because it's at one seventy. So we're sending him pictures of him getting an Andos yesterday. So <laughs> look at that to be honest. With you. Celebrating yeah. oh, yeah. Leon, were you? Ah, uh, just boys, you know, like, uh, like uh, I know, I know, we can do like an Andos. Uh, the weight's not uh, not too bad at the minute, and uh, if it was that lightweight, I tell you one thing, I'd be sitting miserable like the way Pack is right now. So, oh, <laughs> the shots are keep full. Yeah. For people tuning in, make sure to check out Taka and Leon competing on Saturday, the 14th of October, this Saturday, live in the RDS Arena. If you want to get tickets, make sure to get on the Taka and Leon. Um, Ross, we will be doing a four-ticket giveaway for the event. This is going to be unbelievable, Ross. Yeah, it is. It's going to be unbelievable. I uh, can't wait to see it all unfold, and I can't wait to see all the Irish pick up a win on the night. It's going to be incredible to see. Uh, Taka, obviously... You so you've written the wrong of uh, what happened in Dublin uh, over in London. You took a fight on six days' notice. You put in one of the best uh, career performances to date. Uh, how much are you looking forward to to getting to write that wrong in front of the Dublin crowd and in front of your fa- family and friends? Yeah, I'm absolutely buzzing to, uh, to get the redemption back from uh, from when is it April 29th. So like that's been it's been looming over my head now since that fight. Even after uh, winning against Grant in July. Uh, that's been on my mind to kind of get it back in Dublin because obviously you know yourself it's where the main the most support comes in it's where most of the family and friends are so uh, just kind of I just want to give them a, a night to remember kind of like the one I was meant to have in April 9th, uh, April 29th but <clears throat> I'm looking forward to kind of really putting a stamp on this one yeah, and obviously th- that performance in London was absolutely sick like uh, you beat that guy so bad the ref felt sorry for him and got got in like it was it was the one that was standing TKOs the ref was like you know what, that fella's, that fella's done, but what, what was a real standout point was the amount of emotion that you expressed post-win. post, post win. Uh, What was that feeling like, and how much emotion did you get to release in that? Um, yeah, you know, like, it was, there's, there's a lot of bottled-up emotions, especially just trying to, like, <coughs> especially leading into the fight, you know, like, coming off a loss, having to put that in the back of my mind, I felt like I was... I, I, I felt like people were doubting me, which made me want to go out there and prove it even more. Just the fact that, like, I knew how I know how good I am and I know what I'm capable of. So 
just to go out there and kind of really kind of like to, re- to just go in there without f- trying not to feel any emotion, trying not to show that off and then going out there and perform like that and getting a big win on the show like that was uh, was something special. Obviously, you can see in the reaction that I gave, it meant so much to me. So like that was a, that was a happy moment. And obviously getting the, f- the first Cage Warriors win as well, because uh, like that was one of the promotions I was looking at back when I first got into the sport, watching Connor, Chris, Cole, um, Neil Seary, them boys kind of running amok there, winning the belt. So it was something, it was a promotion that I've had my eye on for a while and I've always wanted to fight on, probably on par with the UFC because it's just so iconic. So to get my first win obviously meant a lot. And it, nice to kind of just get that release of passion then towards the end. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It was it was incredible to see. And uh, yeah. I think I think uh, you took the most damage uh, after the fight afterwards when you headbutt the cage. I think that was uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the most damage you took all fight. Yeah, I actually I actually got I actually wobbled myself now because uh, <laughs> uh, I was actually like I, I don't know I don't even remember like I was, I was looking around being like what am I supposed to do like I didn't know what I was supposed to do and I was like. I was gonna go over to Chris and I was just seeing the yoke. I was like, right, I'll just help with that instead of their head wasn't the on the actual cage. <laughs> love it, love it. Yeah. Was there was there any, any hesitation taking that fight in London Tacker? Because obviously you had, you had to move up away. You were coming off the loss in Dublin. Like the like what what sort of conversation did you have with Chris taking this fight? Um he literally just cause it was on the cards for Adam Shelley's take. So I thought Adam had the fight. But uh Chris texted me on Saturday morning, Friday night, being like, uh, that fight's there for you if you want it. And it was just like, I was like, I, I was actually already training and getting preparing for a pull-out card, a pull-out fight on the card because Chris is telling us to just to stay ready. So I've been putting in the world, grafting as if as if I had a fight. But, um, and then something actually materialized. So when Chris texted me, he sent me a video of your man and he's like, what do you think? And I was like, I looked at a video of, his, a video of him and I was like, I'll beat the shit out of that guy. And that was literally just how it played out. And Chris is just like, right. So uh, Chris, Chris sent Chris sent over to uh, Ian Day and he's like, yeah, he wants to fight. And that was it. So, so sealed and delivered by like, I'd say 10 o'clock Saturday morning following. And so, yeah, it was, uh, it was all, it all happened very quickly. But like I knew it was ready to rock and, and there was no hesitation from my end of it. No, it was great. Hat got his prey in the end. Uh, Leon, t- tell us this. Um, obviously, you're riding a massive six fight winning streak. You made your cage warriors, or you made your professional debut in cage warriors on day or two's notice. Uh, or I think a day's notice. I think it was like way in day. Yeah, you, two, you were two, in there. two days, two days. Yeah, two days, yeah. Two days. yeah. So like it was that was that was obviously uh, insane. It's time you were over to corner, and the next thing you know, you're making your pro debut. Uh, yeah. You've been on a wild journey so far, but uh, ever ever since that fir- first uh, two days notice blip, you've been on absolute fire. What's the journey been like since turning pro? Yeah, it's uh, been a mad one. Uh, mainly, after that fight, it kind of just made me go back to the drawing board and think a lot. Um, I, it was, I don't know, it was, I felt like the win was nearly owed to me mm. because I was coming out of uh, fighting out of KF and it was nearly, mm. I nearly felt like it was owed to me because I was part of that team. That's not how it works. Yeah. And uh, I was only with um, KF eight months when I made uh, So I'd only joined the team, I was with them eight, eight months. And then uh, Chris said, look, I think you're ready to take this fight. And I was having been training uh, all camp with Ian. And I was in the camp with Ian and the lads. Um, so I was ready. But I was ready from the way I think of ready now compared to then is completely different. Like I wasn't doing any strength conditioning. I wasn't dieting the way I am. I wasn't professional about my lifestyle and just general. I was training all the time, but it's it's an, it's an all-round, you know, it's a lifestyle. It's not just in the gym. It's outside the gym. What are you doing, you know, all year round? 
<clears throat> so I fixed up a lot of things and um I, I, I took on like ever since I started so I don't like ever since I started strength conditioning I've been unbeaten. No one's no one's beat me since I started strength and conditioning. Um but I don't think it's just the strength condition. As I said, I think it's just the lifestyle all around, you know. Yeah. Leon, when did you take on the name the professional? Uh, yeah, yes, uh, Chris actually uh, put that name on me. Uh, the film Leon the Professional about the hitman was actually uh, out the year I was born, and uh, I, I never actually seen it. Chris, Chris used to say to me, "Did you ever see that film?" Because uh, it was about hitman. But the mad thing about it is that the, my nickname used to be the hitman, so it's yeah. nearly like the hitman and the professional in one. Now, the way it's have to sit, coming together, you know. The professional hitman. The professional. <laughs> Uh, lads, one thing I have to bring up as well when we saw you at Cage Warriors Dublin last time was the way that the team KF carried themselves. I know a lot of the gyms are associated with Cage Warriors, but the way you all made sure to wear the team track suits, the way you all sort of go together, it, it really it, it sort of reminded me of like um, Team Ireland in a way, like the way they carry themselves and the IMAS. Um, like what, what, sort of, what sort of way are things run in Team KF that make Team KF so different? Attacker. Um, I think the thing that makes it very different is just the fact that, like, it's just the it's the attitude and the mindset towards like the way that we kind of like run things. You know, like I feel like Chris Chris says this quite a lot. I feel like we're doing a different sport compared to everybody else. You know, we're trying to fight the best and get get to the, get to the highest points of sport by just like by pure attrition. Do you know what I mean? Just by fight, fighting the best lads, constantly challenging ourselves, and like you kind of see when you walk in. All wearing the matching tracksuits and stuff like that. We mean business, and you know that that's that kind of that kind of regimented mindset of like it's professional. You we go, we're going in there to do work. We're going in there. To, we're going into the we're going into war. Like you see people, see armies going in there wearing like wearing their uniform and stuff like that. So that's the same mentality that kind of wants to get down on us. It's just like we're going in there to do business. We're going in, we're not going in there to to fucking bollock around. We're going in there to fucking fight the best in the world and prove that we are the best in the world. So we want to be want to look good and want to look look professional doing that as well. Leon, what about yourself? What, what makes Team KF different? Yeah, um, uh, just everything really. It's Chris's approach to it all, you know. Like uh, Chris, like recently um, when Chris was even at um, that OUR event with uh, Joxer and Brendan, like, you know, Chris is like the type of guy, like, the, like we went all and two that night. And like Chris is like after like, you know, he's after taking the amateurs out of the OSI. They're not even allowed to do strength conditioning right now because, you know, it's unheard of Team KF going to a show and going all and two. You know what I mean? Like, Chris' standards are so high. And, like, as Taka said, everything he said there, you know, his standards are just so high. And, like, he's the way, like, he, the amateurs aren't even allowed to have another fight this year now. He's t- he pulled the plug on it. He said the amateurs won't fight for the rest of the year now. And um, the pros are killing it. If you look at our professional team, I think we're like 14 and 2 in Cage Warriors, uh, they, uh, you know, in the past year or something. So um, the professional team in general, uh, like, it's very professional, you know. And like the amateurs have got it, but they're just, they're kind of missing. I, I, I think it's, the, you know, they're missing the all year round lifestyle. And it's kind of affecting their performances, you know. Yeah, what what could you say to the amateurs tuned in now that could sort of help them improve their mindset? Uh, yeah, so basically, you need to live the life, you know, you need to be sleeping right, you need to be eating right, you need to be recovering right, you need to be asking questions, 
you need to be, you know, who you're hanging around with, who you're with on a day to day basis. You know what I mean? It's it takes so much if you really want to, you know, achieve things at a high high level, um, in this sport. So yeah, that that's what I'd mainly say to them. You know, spoken by the professional, Ross. Yeah, absolutely. Look, uh, we've seen the outfit that Chris Chris uh, runs, and like, you know, I mean, like. Chris constantly rolling out win rates at the gym and stuff like that, and they are the very, very upper echelon uh, of the sport in Ireland. So I, I, I'm not surprised that uh, he has those standards. Interesting that like he, he's like pulling for the rest of the year for for amateur shows. But like, look, like he he seems to rule with an iron fist there, in, but in like the best way possible. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Like he he, uh, he is the gaffer, and they all respect him there. So. Uh, obviously, obviously, it's a winning brand, and uh, it, it seems to work. And so, you know, what I mean, who would I be to question what uh, Chris Fields is doing? He uh, he knows what he's doing better than uh, better than anyone up there. So, uh, look, we, we love to see it as well. Like, and uh, you know, you know, when someone comes to a show and they're representing KF, like, there's a high expectation of them there as well. Like, you know, what I mean, uh, based on people like yourselves who have fought fought out of the gym in the past. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a very high bar, and I don't think the bar is going to drop anytime soon. So I think that's just where it's at with the gym. So sometimes you hear something like that, slightly surprising, but then not surprised. Uh, as they say, Basmo, method to the madness. Yeah, well, Chris Fields is definitely a, a deep thinker in this stuff. So if he thinks that's the right thing to do, that's definitely the right thing to do. But uh, one thing would be for sure, watching Team KF get three victories at the RDS this Saturday will definitely inspire the amateurs. Uh, Taka, in the build to this fight now, what's the what's the sort of vibe in Team KF? Like, what should, what can we sort of expect come fight night on the 14th of October, live in the RDS and on UFC Fight Pass? Um, you can expect three big finishes. You know, like me, Leon, and Sean. Like the whole, like the entire team. You know, it has it's, it. might be us fighting, but it's been a team effort getting us ready. Uh, you know, like the lads have been, the lads have been there for us for whatever needed. But you know, Adam and Dom only fought there. Uh, in the last couple of weeks, the lads have been coming around with us every single session we've had. So um, they've been getting us ready while they've been getting themselves ready while, like, after they've already fought, cut weight, whatever, they're straight back in the gym to help us. So we're just on a consistent run now just to kind of... Oh, Sorry. Uh, we're on a consistent run now just to kind of, like, just to get those... Just to get that hat-trick now on, uh, on, on what is it, October 14th. So we're coming for three, three big victories, three big finishes as well. So, like, you obviously... You know, like most of the lads in the team are and that's what Chris wants and that's what you that's usually what we give. So yeah. So just three big performances is what we're looking at. Yeah, I can't can't wait to see it. Like uh, like uh, I think at Dublin you guys went two and two, which was like definitely shocking really as in like obviously no one's saying shocking but as in uh, i was shocked by the results because normally you guys uh you guys have that really high winning percentile so uh well, well we can't wait to see it october 14th live it was over 90 percent last year or, or the then, then, then team kf voted uh, the energize gym of the year as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's actually still the banner for team kf on facebook shout out team kf <laughs> yeah absolutely uh leon tell us this uh Obviously, you're making a tear through the lightweight division at the moment. Uh, you're you're beating really good guys. Uh, Dimitri in your last fight uh, was a super impressive win. Uh, yeah. The lightweight title is obviously held by George Hardwick. How many fights away are you from standing across the cage from someone like him? 
Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think that many now, you know. Like, that's that's two wins. This is going to be my third fight in seven months with Cage Warriors. Like, you know, that's that's insane activity. This is going to be my seventh fight in, like, 14 or 15 months. Seventh pro fight, you know, in 14 or 15 months. Like, the activity's insane at the minute, lads. Um, and I'm building off momentum at the minute. I'm just putting these guys away. I work too hard and I know how good I am. And I know the, I know the team I'm training with. And I know the coaches that I'm being coached by. And, you know, my, I'm, like, my plan's to move on to the UFC. This is just a stepping stone for me. Um, the title isn't something that I think too much about. Um, I, th- I believe we, if I keep winning, it's going to just present itself. But, like, you know... Yeah, yeah, to answer you as a question, I don't think uh, too much more, lads. No, uh, I, I think so as well, especially if you keep on going in and getting those early finishes as well. Like, it's, it's, it's hard to deny it. Uh, your uh, your top pressure has been insane uh, since yeah. since, you, since you turned pro. Like, what, what's it like, Taka? Have you, have you, have you felt Leon <laughs> on top of you? And what's it like to try and get him off? Joe, <laughs> <coughs> so it is. It's it's like having a wet blanket on you, mate. You, you can get them off you. <laughs> awesome. oh. We we love to see it. No, but uh, look, you guys, you guys uh, obviously were outrageously impressive uh, in your last performances. We can't wait to see you building yeah. that come uh, October fourteenth. It's going to be a great night in Dublin for Irish and May. It's going to be a great night on the night for Team KF. Um, Taka, anything you'd like to say before we go to uh, those people who are coming to support you on the night? Yeah, make sure you get those tickets because uh, you're going to be in for a, a night to remember. It's going to be this is an historic event in Irish MMA. It'll be the first one in the RDS. Uh, there's going to be three lads from KF going in there to run a muck. So it's going to be a KF party all night long. So make sure you're there. And what about yourself, Leon? Anything to say to the, those yeah, no. uh, people from Drop Down Kerry supporting you? Yeah, same thing. Just expect fireworks from the KF boys. Like last time around, it was two and two, but you can guarantee a hat trick this time around. Like the two boys, looking at them in this camp, like from the last show and training, and two boys are just completely different fighters now. Wait, yes, I'll see it. Yes, I'll see it, boys. Expect fireworks. Yeah, shout out to Ryan Shelley as well, who will also be competing on the card, Ross. Yeah, absolutely. Whitehall's finest, if you've. Uh... If you don't know, we have an episode. If you're watching this live on the first day it's come out, tomorrow we'll have Ryan Jelly and James Sheen. And then the following day we'll have Jer Harrison, Solomon Simon. No one covers Cage Warriors like the Energy Oil show, uh, especially the other shows. We get all the fighters on and we want to promote them and get get them uh, as much visibility uh, as possible. So if you are watching this and you don't follow the two lads on socials, make sure to get go over and give them uh, some love on socials and wish them good luck before Saturday night. Uh, guys, thanks a million for joining us. Really appreciate your time. Um, two absolute legends. Can't wait to see you do the business come Saturday night. If you are watching this, make sure to like, share, subscribe, and as always, stay energized, stay energized. baby. Energize show up the Irish and sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you've done some interviews with Dylan Moran and that I, I, I saw. So keep going, keep up the good work, guys.